Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. Hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. You guys know what that means. I'm joined by my friend, Casey Bubba, at BDNTrick on the Twitter. What is going on, Bub? Not much, my friend. Just another beautiful week in the books. Um, just chaos. You know, no hitters. I'm going to throw a no hitter next, Bogman. I don't know about you, but it's coming up. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Bubba's take on no hitters after the break here. But first, I just I'm gonna give you the floor because I feel like this is a good week for a nice Bubba rant. <laughs> so let's hear your thoughts on uh, Tony La Russa and the White Sox drama from this week. First off, Bogman's a professional because he gives me two minutes for this because we could go the entire show if you'd <laughs> like. But uh, Tony La Russa is what they call the olds, the get off my lawn guy. He's 76 years old, should not be managing baseball. He's yelling at someone for not knowing the uh, unwritten rules of baseball when it was two weeks ago. He didn't know the written rules of baseball about not using <laughs> this pitcher to run from second base. So that's one. He's already lost the locker room because you have guys like Tim Anderson and Lance Lynn going to social media and basically blasting him. At the same time, he probably has a flip phone still, so he has no clue what social media is. So that's that's the bright side to him. But just the comments he makes, one after the other, when you think it can't get any worse, the comment about Lance Lynn going, well, it's a good thing he has a locker and I have an office. Like mm. basically showing him like, yeah, I'm still in charge here. I hate to break it to you, to you Tony, but this isn't uh, the 1950s. This, there's no speakeasies in the back somewhere for you to go get drunk at and then have your you know horse-drawn carriage stop at a stoplight for you. It's it's a little different now, and the players kind of have a little more say on how things go. I hate to break it. It's not quite the NBA, but it's getting there. So um, if you keep this one up, I'm waiting for like I, I, I tweeted it. I said, I want a camera, a 24-7 camera in every aspect of the White Sox clubhouse because one of these moments, LaRusso is going to say the wrong thing and big old Lance Lynn or someone's going to just drop him and it's going to be one of the <laughs> best pieces of footage I have ever seen. I don't, I, I don't think that'll happen. Just and, One and can it's dream. Not, one can dream. Not, not because he doesn't deserve it, but because at this point in his life, yeah, I mean, it, it's literally punching an old man. You well, know I, I, mean? I think it's like just Lance Lynn stood up in front of him like Tony LaRusso might have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, that could happen. I mean, after Carlos Rodon's no hitter, when he was talking about, it, I swear to God, I thought Larusso was going to fall asleep while talking about it on the air. But uh, I love it. And like Bubba said, we could have got uh, three and a half minutes to ten minutes out of this if we wanted to. So glad to get it out of the way. When we come back, we'll talk about no hitters. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this in this league on the Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In this league is cooking. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the sports grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports, joined by Casey Bubba at Bediantric on the Twitter. Now, the Welsh and I have already talked about no hitters. So we're not going to spend an entire another segment on no hitters. I just you know, want to get your take real quick, bub, because we have had six official no hitters this year. Seven, if you want to count bum garners, the record for a year is seven. Uh, it's been crazy just how many no hitters we've already had, but six of all six have come against three teams, total Cleveland, Seattle, and Texas, all AL teams too. So what DH do we need? Right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It's a very strange thing that's happening here. So what do you attribute this to? Is this kind of ruining no hitters for you and your overall thoughts on the abundance of no hitters that we've had already in this season? Yeah, there's a few things. It is definitely ruining no hitters for me, which sucks. Like it used to be the highlight of you see it on the app, like, Hey, no hitter in progress, or you're watching MLB network. And all of a sudden we're going to go live to so-and-so on the mound. Like, those were the highlights because you expect people to lose those by the yes. way, when, when, yes. when you, you tune in and you're like, ah, you lost it. You know, you, you only it. gave up two hits, whatever. It was a great game, blah, blah, blah. But now I feel like this year you see the no hitter in progress and you're like, yeah, that's probably going to happen. I better go ahead and flip it on. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And it's like, it used to be a special thing once or twice a year. Now it's happened on back-to-back -back nights. You mentioned we have six already. The bright side, I guess, to make me feel a little better about it is it is just three teams, which is embarrassing. And it, <laughs> it, it makes me think, do we need to, to uh, get the soccer like EPL method of re relegation? If you're that bad of a baseball team, we get rid of you and start a new team somewhere else. Um, it's, it's impossible. I'm just kind of tongue and cheeking that. But maybe we shouldn't expand the league if we have this many bad baseball teams. Just going to throw that one out there. Yeah. Um, so it, it's bad. I really, really don't like it. Like, it's nothing against, you know, it's cool to see Kluber get it. It was awesome to see Rodon get it, Musgrove, all these guys. But it's like, it, it kind of doesn't make it as special anymore, which is really strange. Like, it, was, it wasn't too long ago we were impressed when a guy, like, had a complete game, let alone yeah. a shutout. Now these guys are like, Kluber did it in 102 pitches. It's yeah, ridiculous. he almost he had automatics, like yeah. a complete game shutout under a hundred. So it, it it's gotten ridiculous, and I I don't know what they're going to do to change it because they have the baseball. Unless they start sneaking the old balls in, but it's not even the baseballs per se. Is it's these guys are throwing gas with ungodly movement on pitches. Like it's just hard to hit a baseball. So I don't know. It's 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 bad though. Very very bad. Yeah, it, I I I was talking with Welsh, and my my you know overall thought was. You know, it's definitely a combination. Guys going and, and you know, Rosenthal wrote about it before the season. Now he said at some point in the near future, 
we're going to have like 15 to 20 no hitters because of the way guys are swinging and waiting on pitches and stuff. It's either going to be, you know, uh, guys are aiming more towards the three true outcomes, a, a home run, a strikeout or a walk. Right. So um, when you just have it, when all the hitters are off on that one day, uh, what about this? Uh, and Welsh and I talked about this and, you know, you can't go on a sports book and find like a no hitter prop. You know what I mean? There's uh, there's not a number on the season or are they going to have one in a week? We kind of went over a couple different scenarios, but if you had to pick a number over under no hitters for the rest of the season, what would you put it at? Are we counting bum garners or no? No, we're not. Okay. So we're at six. So just from this point yeah. forward uh, through the rest of the season, and we, we're at six, but it's late Thursday yeah. as we're recording this. So maybe there's another one before this airs on Saturday. But like, uh, <laughs> like part of me wants to say like 20 and a half, but that's just being stupid. I'll say over under five and a half the rest of the season. Five and a half more. Okay. Uh, now, you your level of shock if there is 10 more this year, would it be? crazily shocking would it be not shocking at all like what 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 would the number be to surprise you if we had uh x amount for the rest of the season basically if we get like 14 more if we get 20 total on the season i'm just gonna be like this is ridiculous like really really bad (laughs) the record is seven yeah we're gonna pass that i got no doubts about that okay how about this your uh your surprise level if we have none for the rest of the year. I'll be extremely surprised. I'll be over like, wow, I'll be excited, but I'll be very, very surprised. I'll be excited when we start getting, like you said, you know, tune in because so-and-so is here and then they blow it. That's like, get, like we're talking about getting back to normalcy because of COVID. Give me some of that. Like, give me some of that normalcy. So that's what I want to see. And I wonder if this is going to be an aberration as far as, you know, either the whole season or just the beginning of this season because we're coming off of 2020 because you have the weird 2020, you have, the baseball you have the hitters more concentrated on hitting home runs and not hitting for average and stuff like that anymore and it's not all hitters you know but it is some and you have teams uh that are uh you know you see how some of these teams have bottomed completely out and then rebuilt from the ashes like the astros and uh, like the padres and teams are kind of thinking that that is the way to go to rebuild your team. So they're not putting their best players out on the field. They're not fielding. uh, They're not going after free agents. So the lineups are worse than they've ever been, especially when the league is at the most teams it's ever been at. Right. And like you said, they're thinking about expanding. So, uh, which is just, I mean, they said there's no, what was it Manfred did? What was it that he said that there's, there's no, um, there's no, there's nothing's in motion to expand, but the the franchise price would be some billion dollars, right? Yeah, he's he's pretty much put numbers on it. He's put locations on it. He's put all kinds of things on it. So Manfred just wants to continue to ruin baseball. That's what he wants to do <laughs> because all he sees is more franchises, is more money for him. But little does he see, do you want a million stadiums that are like Tampa Bay and Miami where no one goes to watch baseball? Right. Like I don't know what to tell you. So that's a whole nother podcast or radio <laughs> show or whatever you want. But um. It's bad. I, I really want to know how they change it because I love seeing no hitters. But when it's almost like now, it better be a perfect game or I don't care. Like, yeah, really woo me now, woo me. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of you know the Welsh and I feel like both kind of changed our tune as far as uh, Bumgarner's no hitter went, and it's not really because of no hitters. Uh, it was if 
he threw a perfect game in seven. Do we count that? And I don't think you can. And maybe that's me being too much of a traditionalist or whatever, but perfect there's only games. been like, what is it? Like 30 total in the history of baseball. And since, in, since, you know, the modern era is 1917 or what, whatever that, that counts as, you know, uh, there's only been like 21 or 22. So okay. I, I think that's different than a no hitter, but, if you're only allowed to play seven innings, Eduardo Escobar, as we're watching this, sorry, uh, doing a little uh, fist pumping here. So Joe Kelly sucks. But um, anyway, uh, that that kind of changed my tune on Bumgarner's no hitter because sure, it's a no hitter. It's not a nine inning one uh, and, and all that good stuff. But I mean, come on, man. You know, you got to throw nine for a perfect game. And and at least we're not seeing at least there's not three perfect games this year when there's been yep. t- 23 in the history of yeah, baseball. That'd be, right? that'd be really, really bad. And it's like, yeah, that's a whole other situation. But, but what we're Radon's was a, a drop third strike away. Yep. And uh, Kluber's, I think, was uh, one walk away. So we're getting close. I mean, OK, how about this? How about this one? More likely. Uh, five more no hitters or one perfect game this season, five no hitters because so many of these pitchers are living like in what they call the shadow zone and all these things that they're risking walking guys instead of giving them. I think that was a DC, right? The shadow zone. Yeah, that's one of them, but it's also another, you know, favorite channel you like to visit. So we can go there too. (laughs) Whatever you prefer. Uh, the shadow zone doesn't sound dark enough for me. So, uh, uh <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, man, it, it's, uh, it's a wacky year uh, and, and that's, it was to be expected, right? It, it was to be expected, of course, but, uh, it's worse know. than expected now. It, it, it's, it's just, you have, we always say expect the unexpected and we expected the unexpected. And then when it comes to, we're like, this is unexpected. You know what I mean? There's no, there, there's no calmness to dealing with it. But when we come back, we're going to look at some updated uh, MVP odds, Cy Young odds, uh, all that good stuff. So stick with us. We're going to be taking a look at placing some bets. It's in this league on the sports grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Littering and... Littering and smoking the... In this league. Break it down. Welcome back, everybody, in this league on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I am Scott Bogman with Casey Bubba here talking some baseball on the show here. And you know, we talked about um, uh, we talked about the expect the unexpected, right? But I do think that one thing so far this season has been the most expected thing ever, and it's that. Right before the season, when I feel like everybody was thinking that they were going to be the only one to say it, right? Uh, I, I felt so many of these articles came out like, my pick is Shohei Otani for the MVP because he pitches and hits. It felt like every other person in the industry was writing an article about that, you know, and, and a lot of them, I think, thought they were going to be, you know, I don't know, uh, not mainstream with it, or that wasn't going to be the most popular pick, but he was, and he he is absolutely living up to it right now. And uh, it's not close. When you go on to the FanDuel Sportsbook and take a look at the, uh, the futures bets, and you go to players' futures, you look at the American League MVP, Otani is plus 110, which is still paying you back, you know, $1.10 for every dollar you put down. But the next highest odds... It, do you, are you looking at it, Bob? Do you see it? Yep, right in okay. front of me. Yep. Uh, Vlad Jr. It, plus seven hundred. Trout, Trout is at plus thirteen hundred, but that's going to come off. I was say, shouldn't that drop or yeah or something? Because it'll drop. Yeah, it, it will. But but if you went, you know, just with the numbers right now, I think he'd probably still be up there. Uh, just Dongs Martinez is at plus fourteen hundred. Aaron Judge at plus seventeen hundred. Buxton is at plus seventeen. Xander's at plus two thousand. Jose Ramirez is in there at plus twenty five, and then you get into long, long odds at plus forty five and bigger with guys like Bregman, Devers, Stanton, Bo Bichette, stuff like that. So, if you had to pick based on these odds, is it still just hey, look, I know it doesn't pay out a ton, but it's going to be Otani. Does Otani scare you because of his? He doesn't really have an injury history. It's just the the elbow with uh, Tommy John. So he was healthy last year, you know, kind of playing through it. Um, what do you think? Is Otani just uh, the easy runaway runaway in the American League? Is that just the chalk bet, or is there somebody else you like the longer odds on and would take them? Well, I was I liked the Otani before the season at forty to one. We talked about it, I think on this show. I talked about yeah. it on my podcast and other things. Um, and I think that was just great value, period. But I'm not doing the 110 for a couple of reasons. His last start, we saw the velocity drop five to six miles an hour. That concerns the snot out of me. So we'll have to see how they handle that. I'm hoping he's healthy. I want to see him pitch and uh, hit the entire season. That'd be ideal. But uh, he is great. If he's just doing one, it's not going to get him the, the uh, MVP. That's for sure. So I'm not going to do I the one. I think he still could, by the way. He could. Because. because if you look at fantasy rankings right now, Welsh and I were talking about this on the In This League Fantasy Baseball podcast. And uh, if you look right now in Yahoo, standard five by five, which of course isn't anything close to MVP votes or anything like that, but uh, standard five by five, he's the number one hitter uh, in the league. He's the number one player just as a hitter because he okay. has like whatever it is, 13 homers and six swipes. So uh, he. He could get it as just a hitter, but I don't think that that's what they want to do with him. Yeah. They want him to still pitch. 
Yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to be out on that just because plus 110 doesn't do it for me. I hope he gets it. That'd be awesome. But I'd rather throw some longer darts here and try to have some fun with it. Um, and, and a guy that stands out to me, and you don't see a lot of DHs get the MVP award. It's always a bugaboo. But um, Jordan Alvarez at 50-1, to 1, that seems very, very attractive to me right now. We saw mm-hmm. him come back from his injury. He was raking. And I don't see it. As long as he's on the field, he's going to keep hitting like that. I like that one quite a bit. Yeah, I... I... I thought honestly, I thought you were gonna say JD Martinez, and I was gonna make the argument uh to not have him win it because of the the DH thing. I just think that when when we're still talking about things along the lines of the unwritten rules of baseball, right? <laughs> okay, and, Tony. I look, I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm it's saying true, that true. enough people voting yeah. are probably in agreement with that because we still got a lot of old voters, right? So mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be something i i just think that that's something that a lot of those guys can't get over is that the guy doesn't you know he doesn't have a glove uh so he doesn't play both ways and uh if that's the case then you should give it to otani midway through the season because he pitched and hit and i i did see a meme that was pretty funny it said uh you know was showing shohei from his last start which like you said was subpar for otani uh, but it said he threw uh, 88 pitches and played in right field. And someone's like, bro, I did this in fourth grade. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's not that big a deal. But, you know, people don't do it in the bigs is yep. the point. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's interesting that uh, a, a DH would pop in your mind first, because I would I would have to say, you know, it was easily trout. I mean, those guys were probably well, yeah. neck and neck uh, until he got hurt. I and he could still win it if he only misses a month. I think he's going to miss six weeks. I so. think it's six to eight. I think it's on the farther side of things. Right, right. So they've said right now one to two months. I think with that, you always have to kind of at least split the difference and say mm-hmm. six. I just always go to the the farthest one out uh, as far as fantasy goes and say, yeah, it's probably a couple weeks after that. I just kind of build in a potential setback or something or, you know, like, bring Christian Yelich back and he has to immediately go back on the IL, you know, stuff like that uh, can get really, really annoying. So uh, I think I would probably say that your, your next man up would be uh, God, probably judge and and judge doesn't have a good glove, but he does at least go out there. So if he hits 50, you know, and uh, a decent average, I think they'll just give it to him. If Otani isn't uh, pitching at the end of the year, which is within the realm of possibilities. I mean, that's that was the reason. It's not that I wasn't big on Otani. It's just that, um, you know, when you take a pitcher, you're kind of flipping, you're flipping the coin. Is this guy going to get hurt for an extended period of time in my season? It is a 50 50 right now. It's as close to 50 50 as it ever has been. And, you know, He's been hurt before as a pitcher. What about in the National League, Bub, where, uh, you know, that's a little bit closer because this, the odds, uh, I think, changed a little bit even as I was looking at this because in the National League, you've got uh, the favorite right now is Acuna at plus 300. We have Fernando Tatis Jr. second at plus 850, and he's already missed some time, and, you know, the shoulder is chronic. He's going to have to deal with it the rest of the season. DeGrom, who pitched a rehab assignment tonight as we're recording this, is Struck third. Out eight of his three uh, nine outs. Ridiculous. Yeah, did you see the Palm Beach Cardinals had the tweet? It said, uh, DeGrom out here is out here throwing 102. Someone send us help. 
Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> there's a better tweet for people that hate the way minor leaguers are handled. It said, yeah, it's pretty impressive that DeGrom's throwing 102 against our minor leaguers, especially because they get paid so much to do it. <laughs> uh, DeGrom is plus 900. Arnado plus 900. And then you uh, hit the longer odds. Harper plus 12. Bryant plus 15. So is Turner. Soto and Betts at plus 18. And then you get into the long, long odds of 2,000 to 4,500 in Castellanos. Freeman, Turner, Machado, Yelich, Bellinger, uh, guys like that. So you, we, Corey Seager is even in here, and he's going to miss a month. So uh, I think it's um, a much closer race in the NL, mm-hmm. but I think I would rather take the shorter odds on Acuna at plus 300 than I would take Otani, who's probably closer to guaranteed to win it at plus 110 just because I'm getting my 3-1 to one there. Yeah, no, I'll take Acuna for sure in, in this scenario. I think 300 to 1, 3 to 1 basically is still very, very strong. Um, the dude is just a, a freak. Like everything you look at, every way they, they, they frame the stats, it's amazing what he's doing. So to stay on the field, he'll be fine. I will say if you want to take a longer shot, one that I really, really like. because Can I guess I, it? I think yes. I know who it is. Is yes. it Juan Soto? 100% at 18 to 1. <laughs> I guess the guy that I took preseason a lot shorter odds. Um, he was hurt with a shoulder injury. He's starting to get healthy. He's homered uh, recently, and he's starting to hit the ball a lot better. So he's one of those guys that could have a hot streak that'll just make you forget the slow start to the injured season. Uh, he's he, I, at eighteen to one. What what he had to be what six or seven probably to start the season. So you're getting you're getting value is what I'll say, and I, I like that a lot with Soto. Uh, interesting enough on the uh, the Cy Young side here, and we only have about two minutes left. But the American League, it's Cole plus 100, Bieber plus 440, Glassnow plus 600. Uh, I don't think anybody else is really in the discussion right now. So if you had to pick between one of those three, would you just go Glassnow because he has the longest odds, or would you stick with Cole? Cole's going to win it, but yeah, it's <laughs> the, the betting game is you take your odds. So take your Glassnow odds while you can, but Cole's winning this thing. And it's not even close in the NL. It's uh, DeGrom is minus one. You don't see minuses very often in this. That's not bananas. in <laughs> awards like this, especially awards for a guy that is on rehab assignment as uh, we're doing that's how, this. That's how good he is. It's it, nuts. It, it, there's other guys in here that can win it, of course. I mean, Burns is plus 450, and he's having an outstanding year. Uh, Darvish is plus 16. So is Scherzer. Woodruff is 18 to 1. So is Flaherty and Bauer. Then you get into much longer odds. Bueller plus 25, uh, Nola plus 300 uh, or plus 30. Uh, so is Kershaw, Musgrove, Rogers, Wheeler are all plus 35. Then it's long, long guys. I mean, like, I might take Freddie Peralta at plus 5,000 if I'm not going to bet DeGrom, right? I think you might as well just take some long odds and see if it pays off, right? Yeah, I'm like Darvish and Woodruff stand out to me. As intriguing ones, if you want to go that route, because they they're they're having phenomenal years, and if maybe Degrom gets one more, maybe this injury is worse than we think. He comes back and he hurts it. God forbid. Like I don't want him to, but if he does, then he ain't gonna win it. So now and then those odds change dramatically. So um, if you want to get real weird, I can go the homer in me and tell me I tell you I was wrong. Kevin Gossman forty five to one is intriguing. He's been very very good in the Giants. If they make the playoffs, he'll be a big factor to that. Yeah, absolutely. And the Giants are playing some great baseball right now. Put up 19 runs today uh, as we're recording this. But uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs a little bit and see some odds on that. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. It's in this league on the sports grid. 
GetGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's bull shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. Welcome back, everybody. It's In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Please check out our Patreon. Slash ITL Army, where we got all kinds of goodies for you. We got secret shows, rankings, group me rooms, uh, all kinds of stuff over there for you. If you would please check it out, we appreciate it. And please follow my friendo, Casey Bubba at BDNTrick. And Casey, tell everybody where they can find all of your great podcasts and work right now. Yeah, thanks. Um, on Twitter at BDNTrick, as you said, I tweeted out there. Plenty, but the Benched with Bubba podcast going twice a week. Just recorded another two episodes this week for you, recapping you know fab stuff and then some other look-ahead work, as always, for season-long fantasy baseball. And then, obviously, Bogman and I do um, a Line Star DFS show and some other content there. I do a golf DFS show, uh, written content at rotoballer.com and fantasy sports degens. There's always something going on. It feels like I keep adding more when I should probably be taking more away. <laughs> so um, just follow me on Twitter and you get all the goodies there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, and I got another home run call today as fr- from our guy, inning, JD. In the ninth inning to give them the lead. I was watching that while I was recording Bench with Bubba, and I'm like, you mother. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> always oh, on time. Way, well, I'll save it for the, the, the podcast, the other show. Yeah, always on time. Whenever I get one, it's always on time. It's never late. So okay. I, I, I like that. But let's talk about the NBA because we haven't talked about it in a while here, and the playoffs are just about to start. We had... The playing games. We got one more coming up between the Warriors and uh, the the um, the the Grizz. Yeah, Grizzlies, uh, yeah. For, for whatever reason, Warriors roll. Yeah, complete. Yeah, I think so too. But let's talk about LeBron and the um, the. Fake yeah, I mean, look, he got poked <laughs> in the eye, and, and and I'll give him that because Draymond did. And this is what people are forgetting because everyone, you know, uh, I saw all the stuff, LaFlop, all that stuff, and. Uh, it's funny because I don't listen to a lot of local radio, but because I'm a fat boy, when I go out to get my fast food, I have I have my radio on, and they were talking about, uh, you know, just how LeBron was a complete, um, complete hack. I mean, it's just a total lie when you say that you saw three baskets and I aimed for the middle one. Give me a break, dude. Like you're fine, and, and uh, I mean because he also, in the same breath, said that he had looked at the shot clock to see how far they were behind, and yeah. the shot clock's further away. He's always been a bad liar, right? Right. So I mean, look, he's just a drama queen, which is fine. Yep. You know, I mean, whatever. Embrace it. Uh, embrace it. Sure, sure. And, and by the way, 
flop, get yourself some free throws yeah. uh, and, and seal the game. I mean, he's not the best free throw shooter in the world, but he can make them. So, uh, you know, yeah, flop, get Draymond, uh, Go full body debug on it. Do it. And, and let's, I want to see his eye because remember people were saying the same crap about Harden. And then we saw his eyes were both red as the devil's, you know what? So, you know, that it, it's, uh, it, he got scratched. So uh, we'll see if LeBron did. And if LeBron did get scratched in the eye, we got to start questioning Draymond. Like, no, uh, what do you, he's what dirty. do you mean out there? Catwoman? You know what I mean? Like you can be dirty. That's fine, but don't go after people's eyes. That's yeah. that ain't right. You know, but, uh, but anyway, um, it, so I mean, it was just, it, it's just the, the, the worst lie you've ever seen in sports, right? It's one of the, the most terrible ones, uh, him talking about the, the, the triple image and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, it was horrible. It's almost like he was talking about his third eye. So it was, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's done this so many times. Like it's hard because he is one of the best basketball players to play the game, period. And so you're like, you're like trying not to take that away from him, but you just find yourself in the same similar situations over and over and over again. It's like eventually you're just like, dude, like just play basketball and shut up. I'm just over it. So, um, yeah, it was very, very fake. It was very like at one second, people are like, oh, he's down. He's not going to get up, blah, blah, blah. No, he's just fine. He's cool. It happened. Like, it's funny enough because it happened. We, you and I were talking to each other. Yep. We were finishing up our line star show on Wednesday. Well, I had the game on and I said, you thought he got shot like he was a soccer player. Well, yeah, I, I well, I thought he hurt his leg because uh, third, the eye, way third he, leg. It happened. Yeah. And the way he, he came down on it, uh, the way he came down on it kind of looked like, you know, when some guys will blow out their knee or, or roll their ankle or whatever. Uh, I was like, is it, is it his leg? He's not grabbing at it. And then I saw him grabbing at his eye. Right. And, uh, and someone was like, uh, how, how LeBron looked and it was, uh, it was his own face. And it said how he thought he looked and it was Kevin Pilar's face. Right. That was, <laughs> that, that, that was a meme. It was pretty solid, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just over the top and ridiculous, but it leads us to one of the best series in the the nba playoffs and it's a huge rivalry maybe not for lakers fans so much uh just because they've kind of dominated the series but the suns and the lakers you know i live out here in the valley and uh the the suns and lakers uh, are it's a big big rivalry and uh you know the suns have home court seven game series they are plus 136 straight up the Lakers are minus 168. If you take it out to who wins and how many, the best odds that you like the worst paying odds that you can find are the Lakers four to two at plus three ten. The Lakers four to three is plus four seventy. Uh, the Suns four to three is also plus four seventy. The Suns four to two is plus seven hundred. Suns sweep is plus eighteen. Lakers sweep sweep is plus nine hundred. So. If you are betting man, Bubba, what are you throwing your money on? Are you throwing your money on the Lakers straight up? And what are you going to pick as far as this series to go between Phoenix and L.A.? It goes at least six games. I'll be pretty pretty confident on that one. So if you want to dabble on either side, six and sevens, you can still make money in the end. But you wanted me to pick just one. So I'm going to take the Lakers in six, which is uh, – 310 which is the lowest odds unfortunately but <laughs> that's the most realistic one i see like they'll split in phoenix the first two games they'll go and win both their games at home 
then they'll go back to Phoenix and wrap it up. So uh, that's the way I see things happen. Or is it, is it two two one one one? Or is it yeah, two, yeah, three, two? yeah? I'm pretty sure it's two. So two, one, it'll one. be they'll split in Phoenix. They'll win two in LA. They'll lose in Phoenix, and they'll clinch it at home in Game Six. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think it is probably going to be the Lakers, and you know, look. LeBron gets the calls, right? And, and yep. it's, it's they not- want him. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's the no, NBA. And I, I, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but you guys have watched the NBA long enough. They want the big names to at least go a little farther in the playoffs. It's just the way it's going. Like Devin Booker and the Suns is an amazing story. They're an amazing story in the bubble. They've done it again during this season. They're getting better and better with Chris Paul and stuff. I get it. But they want the Lakers. They want a potential Lakers clippers series it's just the way it's going to be and to be fair non-conspiracy theory here also the the lakers are finally healthy right that's the other uh, thing like they're the better team yeah. it feels like it feels like the old spurs teams where it's like ah, we're just going to get to the playoffs and then we're just going to smoke you all we don't care right. what our seating is we're going to have duncan we're going to have robinson even back then and all these other guys we don't care what our record is we're going to be one of the eight that's in and then we're just going to spank everybody so yeah that's what's going to happen the uh, the next series to talk about is the uh, Lakers or the Clippers, excuse me, and Mavericks. Uh, this one is not close. It's the Mavericks minus four thirty. Uh, the Clippers, excuse me, minus four thirty. The Mavericks plus three twenty, and four to one is the easiest odds in favor of the Clippers at plus two thirty. A uh, four a sweep is plus four ninety. A four to three is plus four twenty in favor of the Clippers. Anything with the Mavericks is plus 800 and higher. So, uh, I mean, this is easy Clippers, and I think, honestly, I, I would either pick a sweep. Yeah, I would probably pick the sweep at plus 490 just because it pays way more than the plus yeah. 230. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, y- you see Dallas winning the game because you just don't see sweeps as often anymore, just the way it goes. But for the odds' sake, yeah, you take that plus 490. Uh, Portland versus Denver in the West. This one's very, very close. Minus 115 for the Blazers, minus 105 for the Nuggets. So they see it as very, very close. Uh, I got the Nuggets in this one, and I don't see it as this close. I think it's going to be a 4-2 uh, for the Nuggets, which is plus, plus 500. 500. I like that. It, it doesn't actually uh, – the the easiest odds or the, the best odds here is Portland 4-2 uh, at plus 410. Uh, where are you at in this series? I like Denver as well. It's gonna be it's 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 a good series, obviously, and that's what the uh, the odds are telling you. It's one of those where you could see a lot of last minute butter buzzer beater type stuff, or you know, last possession. Well, if we're basically. getting to the last minute buzzer beater, then Dame I'm Lillard gonna take, is. I'm gonna take man. the Blazers. Yeah, that's why it's like tough for me to not take the Blazers. But I like the overall team, and in the end, where you have one of the, the potential MVP candidates in the in Joker, it, it uh, it's tough not to go Nuggets in this one. I'm, I'm going to go that way. Yeah, I'm I'm going with the Nuggets as well. Uh, let's move over to the uh, the East, Atlanta versus the New York Knicks. Finally in the playoffs again, uh, first time since I believe 2013. Uh, the Knicks are minus 105. The Hawks are minus 115. So this is kind of like the series that we just talked about. Uh, the uh, best odds here is New York to win four to two at plus four forty, but everything's kind of close. Hawks four to three is plus four sixty. Hawks four to two is plus four ninety. Knicks four to three is plus four sixty. Knicks four to one is plus six hundred. Also Hawks four to one. Same thing. Plus six hundred. Uh sweep plus thirteen for the Knicks plus eleven for the Hawks. So uh do you who do you think wins this series and uh what's the the number of games you see this one going to? 
We're going to go back to my theory about why the Lakers will advance, and we're going to take the Knicks because uh, eyeballs on TV. You know, Tim Donaghy is not in the uh, – Oh, it's always haunting my mind. I was at those games in Sacramento. Always haunts my mind. Um, I'm going to still go with the Knicks, though. It's going to be tight. I got them in seven. Give me the plus 460. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to say the Knicks in seven as well. I think this is going to be a really fun. I think series. if you take either one in seven, I think it goes seven games. I hope so. so. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of surprised me. Uh, you know, the Heat and the Bucks. The Bucks are minus three ten. The Heat are plus four twenty eight. And look, I know uh, the the Bucks had a better record at forty six and twenty six, and the Heat were forty and thirty two, and they have home court and all that stuff. Miami looked tough in the playoffs last year, though, and you know they returned a lot of the same uh, core here. So i I kind of like I kind of like to take the plus two forty eight on the Heat. Uh, you know, GA hasn't done as much in the playoffs as a lot of people have expected him to in his career. But I mean, it's anything with the Heat winning is paying you pretty good odds. It's plus seven fifty uh, for the Heat and seven, or the Heat and six. For the Bucks in six, it's plus three eighty, plus four hundred. So, do you are you with me on the Heat, or do you just think the Bucks roll here? I like the value on the Heat. I think this is a much closer series than the line says. So you could take the plus two forty if you want, but in reality, if, if the Heat win, it's going six or seven. They're not sweeping them by any means. So those are both plus seven fifty. You could put a little on both if you want. If you re- if you really think the Heat are going to win, don't take the plus two forty. Sprinkle on the plus seven fifties for six and seven. Um, so that's where I'm at because I'm with you. You know, you got Jimmy Butler, you got Bam Bam. You got uh, a good set of guards for the Heat. We saw what they did in the bubble last year with Hero and company. They're a sneaky team, like you said. And if anything, they're physical, which, you know, you, you got these finesse teams. And the Bucks aren't full finesse, don't get me wrong. But they like to glide around and drive to the basket and shoot their threes. And if you start bumping guys around, it gets pretty fun. So uh, I, I like the Heat to make this really interesting. Uh, last one before we go to the break here, the Nets such big odds minus yeah, 1050 not, sorry boston yeah boston plus 638 boston had a play in the play in anything for boston is yeah. plus 1300 and higher so this is just easy i'll Nets. send you my venmo if you want to bet on boston just, just throw, <laughs> throw the money my way uh, i mean look boston anything's got possible a good core. yeah they've got a good core but uh I, th- yeah this looks like it's the nets i would love to see the nets completely melt down it would be in the epic. playoffs epic yeah i mean i'm look i'm a, a kd fan he's a texas guy love that dude but uh i mean uh, i james harden and company and kyrie irving like they have gotten on my last nerve so if we can see them crash and burn i'm all about it when we come back after the break we'll talk about the mvp odds because it is interesting that they have cut it down to three maybe some rookie of the year as well so stick with us we'll be right back after this it's in this league on the sports grid SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends is in the... In this league. In the dark. Welcome back, everybody. You hear Endless Love. You guys know what that means. It is the end of the three-hour tour in this league on the Sports Grid. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the NBA playoffs and the potential no-hitters that are coming your way. Uh, Bub, let, let's just take a look here real quick because the um, you know the MVP odds, they've lowered it to only three guys, Jokic, Curry, and B. Uh, so LeBron's not even in here anymore. We know it's going to be one of those three. Uh, Jokic is minus 7,000. Curry is plus 2,700. Embiid is plus 3,000. Uh, I mean... Is it worth it to take anybody else, or is it just easy Jokic? It should be very easy Jokic, but Curry's been so freaking amazing to get plus 2,700. Dribble a little bit. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that the odds are that long. I mean, I do, you know, if someone came up to me and asked me who's the MVP, I would say Jokic, you know. Yeah, it should be Uh, Mainly because... I'm a fantasy nerd, and he's the number one. He's been the number one he's player wired. Broken the stats for a yeah. center. It's crazy. Yeah, he's number one player wire to wire. So it hasn't been close. But I was I was a little surprised that they left LeBron off. Even though I think LeBron said that uh, Curry should win it. I think I think Curry he should. That 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 Warriors team wasn't even close to being a playoff contender until Curry yeah. just went absolutely bananas like the last two to three months. It's been crazy what he's done for that team. Yeah, and he almost had them beat the Lakers uh, the other night, too. So, uh, great year for him. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. How about Rookie of the Year is a little closer. Lonzo Ball got hurt, but he is the odds-on favorite. And uh, the three guys here, it's Lonzo Ball at minus 1,900, uh, Anthony Edwards at plus 1,000, and uh, Tyrese Halliburton at plus 1,300. So, you have any good lean one way or the other here? Uh, It's gets me a little I really wish... It was Tyrese, and at one time it looked like he had a good shot at it, and it kind of dwindled away a little bit. But give me Melo. Melo's going to get it, and it'll be great because he'll be the first ball to actually win something. It's Yep, it's the rookie wall, man. It happens to the best of us, whether it's injury or performance. But uh, that is going to wrap it up for us on this show. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Like we said, enjoy your no-hitters. Maybe tweet at us, at Bogman Sports, at Is the Welsh, at BD Entrick, and tell us who you think is going to be the next guy to throw a no-hitter. But we will see you guys next weekend. Take it easy, everybody. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. (laughs) 